1: The Burt Show. It is Black History Month. Here is a big old thank you from Mikhail Reed from Shave Butter A Shouty. Black owned
0: business put you in the spotlight. Burt Show gonna have you shining bright. With your name off on the marquee. In the
1: month where we celebrate your history.
0: Good morning, Burt Show family. This is Mikel Reed once again from Shea Butter Shoddy Soul Care brand. Just wanted to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support, all the love, all the exposure. We truly, truly appreciate that. We have already tapped in with so many new shotties. We have um, ki- helped them to kick off their journey to healing, provided some custom Shea Butter blends, plus some packaged experiences for every single occasion. So if you are looking for a brand to help you kick off your your journey to healing, look no further. Shea Butter Shoddy is the way to go. Um, so once again, if you didn't get a chance to check us out, that is Shea Butter, spelled B-U-T-T-A, and I'm gonna spell shoddy out for everyone. That's S-H-A-W-T-Y. Once again, this is my Kel Reed, founder of Shea Butter Shawty Soul Care Brand. You all have a wonderful day. Thanks so much.
1: Let's try to help out another Black-owned business. Good morning, Bird Show listeners. My name is Terrence Scott. I grew up in. In the Atlanta area. I'm currently a firefighter
0: in Clarksville, Tennessee, right outside of Nashville. I love serving our community. Before the pandemic hit, my wife and I started a food truck serving our community and the men and women of the Fort Campbell Army Post. Cooking has always been a passion of ours. We built a great reputation within the community. Due to the excessive increase of meat prices, we had to end up shutting down. We were able to continue to sell our signature Fire Pit Sweet Heat barbecue sauce. This item goes well on ribs, pork, chicken, brisket, and can even be used as a dipping sauce. Thanks, Burt Show, for featuring us. For ordering information, visit our website at firepitbbqclarksville.com. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. All
1: right, so if you want to help out there, all the info is linked directly from the thebertshow.com. All right, Abby, the Instagram debates on unfollowing, muting, blocking. What do you got?
2: Yeah, my mom and I actually got into this debate last week where we were both talking about how we fall into one or two categories. When you're done seeing somebody's stuff on social media, do you unfollow them? Do you just totally remove them as a follower or do you mute
0: them? So I was surprised to see one of my favorite podcasts, The Toast, talk about this exact same thing. On my flight home yesterday, I unfollowed almost 100 people. Poor K. I I just, like, was getting a little out of control, like, a little willy-nilly with, like, my follows, you know? It just got me thinking, because before I would unfollow someone, especially if they, like, followed me back, I would be like, oh, this is, like, going to start a problem. Like, they're going to think I'm, like, mad at them or I don't like them. And that's just not the case, you know? Like, not everyone's content is going to serve you at all different times of your life. Like, I don't hate you. It's just, like, your content's not for me. And you wouldn't want to hit them with the mute? But then I'm like, okay, we're really going to, like... Be, like, so phony and keep up sensitive- because like, you just don't want to follow someone and we're gonna tiptoe around people's feelings like maybe I, I don't know i just don't agree like with with babying everyone and then somebody messaged me and she like agreed with me she was like no turdy i totally feel this like i literally unfollowed you last year because like your content didn't serve me anymore and then i became a toaster so i refollowed you and like now i'm loving it i was like okay wait <laughs> <laughs> this can't apply to me wait a damn minute <laughs> but no like she's right that hurts though it hurts when it's like She threw that back in my face. Yeah. But she's not wrong. So my heart goes out to the hundred. The hundred fallen follows. We will be reunited. We salute you. (laughs) Thank you for your service. Not everything is meant to last forever, you know? So for me,
2: I'm in the mute category. You have to do something really heinous for me to unfollow you, or you have to be so inconsequential in my life that me unfollowing you is is literally nothing. Mm-hmm. My mom will unfollow just about anybody. Like, you look at her the wrong way in public, she's unfollowing you. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, I don't need to see that chick anymore.
1: If it's a friend, I'll probably mute. But if it's just some content provider, buh-bye.
2: Yeah, I, I've gone through and I've like cold like it's normally one of those things that you do at the beginning of the year. Like you're like a um, like a early spring cleaning and you're just going through all of your social media accounts and trying to tighten things up. And but I am in the same boat as Abby. Like you, you got to do something like pretty gnarly for me to like unfollow you because mm-hmm. otherwise I'm just I'm going to I'm going to mute you.
0: I've gone through phases with this I, I definitely was once a blocker I mean we used to have segments on it the block party back, back, <laughs> I used to block a lot but uh, in recent times I've become more of a muter I don't know why but I do think people get satisfaction out of being blocked so as opposed mm-hmm. to that yeah I, I mute more now yeah. so
2: that's how I am on Twitter formerly known as Twitter now X but when it comes to Instagram because I am so like I like I share a lot of my personal life and now my child, I have no problem blocking you on Instagram. The minute you say something or do something that is bringing a damper on my party online. nah, bye-bye. I'm blocking you. So, uh,
1: I got sh- not shoot out. Um, but a couple of listeners DM to me when I was doing an ask me anything the other day. And they asked me why I was still following my ex and I had muted her. But my thought process was like, <laughs> even though we're broken up, I didn't want to offend her by an unfollow. So I just <laughs> muted her. um, because I didn't understand, like, the social etiquette by it. And they're like, well, she's not following you. And that's when I went, well, I'm not following her. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know it. I guess in a, in a case of a breakup, you unfollow?
2: I mean, you, it, you can. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. I mean, that's why when it comes to celebrity news, I mean, like, <laughs> the minute Selena Gomez unfollowed Justin Bieber or vice versa, it's like, oh, my
1: God. Right. Whatever and there are people that notice that immediately oh yeah oh yeah quick <laughs> i right. told you guys yesterday i was going in for that acupuncture right oh yeah a whole bunch of you guys hit me up on dm saying you're really really nervous about going you thought about going but having all sorts of needles in your body and your face or whatever it was enough to freak you out so you didn't do it so That's not bad. um it's, it wasn't bad at all, actually. It was no problem. Um, so, yeah, I go in there yesterday, and I tell the doctor exactly what's going on. I tell her about some of the analytics that I'm seeing in my body, on my gadgets, and my health apps and stuff that aren't making me real comfortable, that indicate that my body is under a lot of pressure and stress, even though mentally I've been telling you guys I feel great. I mean, I really feel great. So when I'm looking at the data and it's telling me I'm not great, I just want to throw this thing out the window, right? <laughs> So I go yesterday and I talked to her about it. And she's like, all the things that you're concerned with, and there are three major um, uh, categories that I want to get into. It's too advanced and it's all biohacking and it's health and blah. But anyway, there are three things there that I'm not happy about. And she's like, Bert, uh, I think you're focusing on the wrong things here. If we can focus on you getting better sleep, then it will take care of the pressure points in your body that are showing stress right now. So I'm like, well, that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're not getting good sleep and you're not healing and you're not recovering, that affects everything in your body. I mean, when you think about it, there are only three things we really need, right? We need what we're putting in our body. You need oxygen to live. And the third one, food. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Yep. Food, oxygen, sleep, you know, all three pretty important things.
2: My husband harps on me all the time about sleep because he listens to all these Smarty Pants uh, (sighs) podcasts and... I think we've always known sleep is important, but I think more so now more research is being in, being done as to how important it is, not just to your body, but to your brain. And that we need to take, um, we need to be super diligent about getting adequate sleep. And that's why this culture of like exhaustion and so busy and, You know, I, you know, like you wore like a badge of honor. Like I only got like four hours of sleep last night. Yeah, no, that's no longer a badge of honor. Now you just look like, (laughs) now you just look
0: stupid.
1: Sleep when you did. Yeah. Killing Uh yourself, right? And you
2: want to live longer? Sleep now.
1: For sure. Right. And I pinpointed to her the exact day that I started getting really crappy sleep. And that was the day, honestly, I'm not making a joke, that my first son came home from the hospital was the last day that I had good sleep. He was a preemie. He came into the house. Uh, I remember lying down, and I could hear my heart beat through my chest, in my ears, filled with so much fear that something was going to happen to him if I fell asleep. I remember that day like it was yesterday, and that was the last day that I got good sleep. Now, he's 21. I don't really get too concerned about his sleep now, but I'm not sure if that had something to do with it. I don't know if the therapy unlocked some kind of trauma, but either way, the bottom line has been, if I'm not taking a sleep aid, I'm getting three hours of sleep, if that, and it's a light sleep. So I've been taking this for 20 years now. And even with that, my sleep's not very good. And I told you guys I've been focusing on mostly my recovery sleep. You got a whole bunch of different stages when it comes to sleep. And if you can't get into a deep sleep, then your body's not recovering. You might get six hours of sleep. But if you're only getting six minutes of deep sleep, that's very, very bad. So I go yesterday. I tell her all about my problems that I'm having. She says, Are you? do you have any fear of needles whatsoever? And I said, no. Not at all. Stick me as many times as you want. Put them wherever you want. I got no problem with it. Except for one place. That would be awful.
2: (laughs) Could you imagine if the acupuncturist wanted to put one in your dangling?
1: Oh, oh, good god! Oh, that's the one place you.
2: What were you thinking?
1: I wasn't sure. Kaylee (laughs) had that done. It just wasn't from an acupuncturist. I'll bear you. Yeah, no, he volunteered. Wanted that.
0: I had needles in my nipples one time.
1: Why? It
0: was something when I was a teenager. I had like these knots under my nipples. Had to go to the doctor. It is the most painful thing. My mom had to hold my hand down from hitting the doctor. Yeah, nipple knots. (laughs) Yes.
1: You do not want needles in your nipples. That's good advice. I think that's pretty sage right (laughs) there. And
2: if you're going to, ladies, if you're going to an acupuncturist who's a man that says you need (laughs) needles in your nipples, I would just get out of there ASAP and find you a new acupuncturist.
1: So she said, look, if you're really nervous about needles, I'm not going to put 100 in you. Uh, I won't even put 20 in you if you don't want. And I'm like, I got no problem. Put them all in me. Heal me quick. (laughs) I can deal with the pain if it's going to hurt. So I think there were between 20 and 30 needles maybe yesterday. Predominantly, they were in my stomach, but there were some in my feet, some right above my hands and my forearms also. And I barely even felt it go in. It's like a a little itty bitty pinch for me was no big deal. Although she says she does have clients that even that right there is painful for them. For me, I didn't feel anything at all. (sighs) So after they do that, and what they're looking for are the points that um, they believe. God, it's so complicated to try to explain. Mm. Google it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she puts those in me. Um, I, I lay there for 25, 30 minutes. She comes back in, takes the needles out. I go home. She says, look, if you're feeling tired tonight, do not fight it. it, it just go right to sleep because you're probably going to feel tired tonight. I'm like, Whatever. Sure enough, man, I couldn't keep my eyes open. About 8.45, I couldn't keep my eyes open. So um, I fall asleep around 9 o'clock last night. I open up my analytics this morning. I got more deep sleep last night, which is an hour, and I still have to build from that, than I ever have before.
2: Wow. 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 Ever. Ever.
1: 20 minutes max for me. And the very first night was 52 minutes. And my heart rate was down to 58 beats per minute, which is really, really great for me. And that's just the first night. Wow. Did you feel it when you woke up? Definitely felt refreshed, 100%. Also changed my pillow yesterday, too, because two people in my life yesterday were asking me where I have pain points, and they're in my neck. And I have said that I can't find a pillow that works for me. Both of them, in the same day, suggested that I just wrap up a, um, a towel or a uh, a comforter and try to lay on that. And I did that last night and it was fantastic. I don't need a pillow. All you need is a towel. So between that and the acupuncture yesterday, I don't know if this is a one offer. I don't know if this is in my head or not, but I feel fantastic. And I slept uh, over seven, seven and a half hours last night.
2: So are you going to go, is it like a weekly treatment that you have to get? Or are you just going to play it by ear, see what happens tonight?
1: So she was telling me that, in the U.S., for whatever reason, we are programmed to go, like, once a week. But in China, they do this, like, every day or every other day. So uh, I made an appointment for Saturday, and I'm already booked for next Wednesday also. So I'm going to do it twice a week.
2: All right. Well, Kristen and I are available if you want us to make you a pincushion. We have <laughs> <Okay>. great aim.
1: <laughs> um, I can Google this, and I can do this to you, too. I can, I can have this done today. I mean,
2: he was able to do my C-section, so oh, of course yeah, he right.
1: can do my <laughs> The Burt Show.